previously on the lineage of Moonreach. Uh, we were in the thick of it in the Starlight Plane. Uh, Jacob was furious that we were going to take the plane key and decided to take it out on us. Quickly, well not quickly, but we dispatched of him. And we quickly made our escape from the Starlight Plane with Verolus in tow. Um, but he wasn't able to go through. Uh, and his body started withering away as the gate was closing, so he chose to stay behind as we jumped through. The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonreach. Uh, welcome, welcome to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. Woo! We are coming at you from a hotel room, because oh, uh, yeah. we are at GaryCon. Yeah. yeah. GaryCon. We had Gary a Con. long couple of days so far, Yeah, but it was really cool. Uh, we got to meet Matt Mercer. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, Elijah that little old name. Straight up hugged him. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Elijah, overcome with such love and affection, just (laughs) ensnared him in his giant arms. He complimented my shirt. And winked at her. And winked Mm. at me. Yeah. So, watch out, world. I feel like he wanted me to hug him. Like, he was just begging for it. So, I did him a favor. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome, Matt Mercer. (laughs) Who's definitely listening to this podcast. Always listening. Uh... So yeah, we uh, we're, we're all exhausted, and um, we are um, yeah chilling in a very weird setup here in the in the hotel room. I'm we're not s- wearing pants. Yeah, Tomas is not wearing pants. <laughs> we joke about it, but he's really not. Yeah, he this legit time. was just like. <laughs> Fuck pants tonight. <laughs> we're full of McDonald's and alcohol, and uh, you know a little bit of love for you subscribers and listeners out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we brought all this we shit here just you. to record for you. Yeah, I hope you're happy. You <laughs> Speaking of which, don't we have a review, Seth? We. <laughs> he sounds real happy about it. We do have a review, and I realized that we were foregoing one of our oldest listeners and one of our you know one of a guy i've known for a really long time named uh dan and uh i'm not gonna tell you his full name in case it's not legal but uh his username on here is debo one <laughs> which just sounds like d-bag <laughs> which is also appropriate i hope you're listening and i hope you're mad he goes Love the podcast, but the Bang Bros 2 website did not lead me to a D&D site. I'm not mad about the results, but Phil misled. 10 out of 10 would recommend this podcast and website. And that is hearkening back to our... Very first episode. Yeah, our inaugural episode. Epperstein. <laughs> where we were talking about... Um, Jeffrey Epperstein. <laughs> where we were talking about uh, not having website yet, but it was going to be Bang Bros. And if you don't know what we're talking about, well... I'm not going to explain it. Yeah, Yeah. you're way too far in now at this point. Don't be a douche like Dan and listen to it. (laughs) Or do be a douche like Dan and listen to it. Yeah, because he did listen to it. Yeah. All I know is Dan is a douche. (laughs) (laughs) Listening to this doesn't affect how douchey you are, but we appreciate it. (laughs) Dan, I'm I'm just kidding, man. You're you're not a douche. You're like douche light. 
<laughs> you're like the douche when it's there's like not spelled like bush light <laughs> it's d-o-o-s-h-h-h-h that is not a bush light is <laughs> but yeah. but no bush is bush lights doing that the, like triple quadruple h thing now bush light bush light <laughs> it, for our canadian it brethren so much worse bush have a nice bush light <laughs> <laughs> yeah. bush me yeah bush me baby <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so thank you, Dan, for the review. It was our first review, and we neglected you. So um, that's what friendship is. Each and every week, we have episodes, Mondays and Thursdays. Mondays, yeah. we're going to do the reviews, obviously. Yeah. And uh, we also have Around the Campfire, uh, a development that happened in the previous episode. We also hit level 15, and we promised you guys that we would tell you... Uh, yeah, let's just smack, smack the Sorry. microphone. Uh, we promised to tell you guys what we changed as we leveled up. Yeah. Uh, well, first, let's make sure everybody knows who we are. I am your host and DM, Seth, and we'll go around the table here. I'm Tomas. I play Tomar. I'm Lindsay, and I play Pinwin. I'm Elijah, and I play Hurstag. And I'm Michaela, and I play Gorbel. Don't be alarmed because we went in a different order. We're sitting in a different way. This We're time. mixing it up, guys. And I'm still it's last. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> but first in love. Uh, but not last in hats. <laughs> I don't know. You are wearing a pretty jaunty hood there. That's not a hat. <laughs> it's is a hood a hat? And this isn't a hat, it's a bonnet. <laughs> oh, my bad. Uh, this is the first time they've seen me in sleeping gear. It looks like she's wearing the tip of a turkey leg. Thing <laughs> I look like the world's tallest muffin. <laughs> and it's cute. And I like it. And it keeps my curly hair from doing stupid shit in the morning. <laughs> Give us a like if you uh, empathize with curly hair problems. I've never had them, so. Yeah. I, I, this, seeing this the first time, I was like, "What the mm-hmm. fuck?" <laughs> what does what does that do for your curly hair? Keeps my curls from snagging. Stops you from drowning. <laughs> you sleep. Them attacking you while you sleep. Yeah, it keeps them in place, wrangles them, <laughs> so I can sleep freely. Wrangles the tangles. Whoa! Oh. <laughs> that should be that the tagline of every bonnet. <laughs> I don't know if they need taglines, but there's one nah, right man. for you. That's that's why you don't see many because they're just marketing his ass. You see them everywhere. <laughs> I've never seen a bonnet in my life. <laughs> not outside the 1800s. Other uh, than blue it's bonnet. not that kind of bonnet. <laughs> I had one of those. This bonnets. is a pimpin' bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> this one is satin. It, it does look pretty luxurious. It is swanky. Yeah, is I it like comfy. It. Yeah. It looks comfy. And I love putting it on because it keeps all my hair off my neck, out of my face. Mm, yeah. So this has become quickly an advert for silk bonnets. We're brought to you by satin silk bonnets. bonnets. I think they're silk Wrangle ones, those too. tangles. <laughs> yeah. uh, so anyway, we fucking leveled up last time. I will tell you. Anyway, back to bonnets. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me tell y'all something about bonnets. Turn your shit into the Boncast. <laughs> <laughs> Not as good as the wrangles with the tangles. Well, I made up both, so double points. (laughs) (laughs) Dipshit. Okay, so every time we all level up, we raise up our HP for you noobs out there. Um, Each class has a different hit die that they roll, 
and they add their constitution modifier to that. Uh, you don't really need to know the nitty gritty on that, but our HP went up a little bit. Uh, and mm. then Tomar, uh, at level 15, he unlocked two more planner tactics. Um, and those I got are Death from Above and 79. As a bonus action, you create a five foot portal in a space adjacent to you. You or any other medium-sized creature or object can leap through this portal and be propelled out the other side in a location of your choice up to 60 feet away in any direction, horizontally or vertically. You can make an extra attack when performing this maneuver as you arrive forcibly in the target's location. The target is pushed back 10 feet and must make a deck saving throw against your planner tactic DC or be knocked prone. The target takes additional bonus force damage equal to the roll on your dimension die. And then I also got Temporal Rift, which is kind of similar. Uh, you open <laughs> up a portal between worlds. Using this ability allows you to teleport anywhere on the battlefield within a 30-foot radius without provoking an attack of opportunity. If you reappear within melee range of an enemy, the rift bursts open with violent energy. All enemies in a 10-foot radius must make a deck saving throw against your DC, or you may apply your dimension dice roll as force damage to them as part of the blast. Also, <laughs> um, I got Enlightened Mind at 15th level. Starting at 15th level, your extensive mental training has given you the following benefits. Your proficiency with perception checks is doubled. You have gained resistance to psychic damage. And you can now replenish two-dimension dice using the ethereal recharge feature. And I think I used that in a previous episode when I was chasing Lila, her mm-hmm. clone, on the rooftops. Yeah. I had run out of dimension die. So I took damage on myself and then got more back. Mm-hmm. But that is what Tomar got. What about you, Pinwin? Well, I got some new spells. That was about all I got from this level. Um, I now have Dimension Door and Hallucinatory Terrain. Ooh. Yes. Ooh, indeed. What about you, Herstag? Well, I unlocked... Eighth level spells. Whoa! So Herstag, watch out. He's a he's the no, magic everyone man. Everyone else, watch out. I'm fine. <laughs> and the eighth, the eighth level spell I chose was Feeble Mind. Oh, nice. And you might be surprised when you find out what that does. I know what Feeble Mind does. You. Mm. He knows everything. <laughs> no, Feeble Mind was one of the ones I was looking at for reasons. Hmm. <laughs> Hmm. That sucks. <laughs> Anyways. What about you, Gorble? I unlocked some 8th level spells. Yeah. Some. And... <laughs> I mean, I can do stuff at 8th level now. Nice. What spells? The ones I want. <laughs> <laughs> do you Have you picked them yet? No, I just got one new spell, oh. but I can do spells at 8th level. Oh, okay. Did gotcha. you choose an 8th level spell, or did you choose another spell? I chose an 8th level spell. Ooh. I'm getting to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I chose Power Word Stun because it sounds cool. That does <laughs> <laughs> You can find stun. out what that does if it comes up. <laughs> <laughs> and to reiterate from last episode... Um, if you want more detailed info about each of our characters, they are on D&D Beyond. We share the links to each of them in the description, and you can check us out at any time. So we're here at GaryCon, and we have uh, now, you've now witnessed our leveling up here. Um, as and my tuckering out. <laughs> leveling up and tuckering out. 
And as we kind of went over in the recap, uh, you guys just stepped into a through that uh, portal from the starlight plane, and now you guys are kind of surrounded by various shapes and colors as you step through. The last thing you saw was, of course, Varolis combating the Archfey. And uh, now you're surrounded by swirling colors of various hues, and your body feels like it's being pulled and and kind of stretched in different directions. Do you guys want to just jump on into it, or is there anything else we need to say for this episode? Uh, yeah, the around the campfire. Oh fuck. Okay. <clears throat> also, did you tell them that you love them? I love you. It's <laughs> <laughs> just edited. I love you. <laughs> I'll just put it every Sweet. ten minutes. <laughs> Sweet no, say it like you mean it to them. Hey, listeners, all you listen out <laughs> listeners out there in Radio Land, <laughs> this is your host and DM, Seth. Just know, each night when you roll yourself into your futon. <laughs> When you <laughs> take a buddy your cold bread, <laughs> when you lay down and you you just so a- absolutely s- s- gobsmackedly drunk from drinking two Mad Dog forty forties, <laughs> that's the discount version of the Mad Dog fifty fifty, and uh, you just lay in there and you're looking up at the stars through the hole in your roof, and you <laughs> and you think to yourself, "Am I loved? Is there anyone in this world that cares about me?" Just know that. I, your DM and host, Seth, love you so very, very much. <laughs> it didn't feel genuine to me. You know, I thought that I was the only person you said that to. <laughs> <laughs> Swept her right off her feet. But, guess I'm not that special. Congratulations, everybody else. <laughs> All you <laughs> listeners, I love you. And I love you separately from Michaela. So, <laughs> well, I love you more than Seth loves you. <laughs> Not possible. All the love in my heart is filled with our listeners. Hey guys, do you, do you want to get married? <laughs> would it be weird? Would it be weird if we just like ran off? Would it be weird if we had kids, listeners? Like that's the true testament of love. I don't, like my parents are having like a dinner next weekend and you can come fuck that listeners I want to get buried next to you I already bought the plots I bought the plots we're going three feet down we're not even going six let's feet. buy a house um, so yeah um, listeners I love you so much so very much I love you more what is the question shut you. up Lindsay you don't love them you don't love them I have Kahlua. I'll share it. You just love the idea of them, Lindsay. <laughs> well, no. Lindsay <laughs> is on this podcast for the wrong reasons, and she does not love you. She's <laughs> not even ready to love you. Okay, let's go around the campfire. <laughs> okay, guys. Anyway, fine, I love you. <laughs> no, I, I like you. Um, and I retire as champion of love. And <laughs> Second to me. <laughs> and my love. Cheers. Yeah. My superior love. <laughs> my, I just love so much harder. Anyway, um, anyway, let's go around the campfire, guys. In character, tonight's question is, if you weren't an adventurer, what do you think you would have ended up doing with your life? Let's start with you, Herstag. Well, I think I'd probably just stayed in the Midland Wilds, uh, garden... Uh, the, the forest creatures and 
being a really druidic druid just do just doing <laughs> doing, do, doing very druidy things you know that's just the slang, druidiest just druid dru- change my druid. name to druid it up you know uh, with all my days okay next up let's do gorbal if you weren't an adventurer what do you think you'd be doing with your life oh i 100 percent know what i would be doing i would still be performing i'd still be fighting for a living and drinking my way through various towns and making mad coin. <laughs> All right. With my wizard chicken. <laughs> Do yeah. you think that Jennifer would have become a wizard if you hadn't become an adventurer? I mean, I think you wouldn't even have Jennifer, really, because the adventure really started when you guys were kids. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them. <It's>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I maybe maybe we would have met in some other way. Maybe I would have grown up and just continued on with my with my performance with Jennifer. She probably wouldn't be a wizard, but she would still be a good pet. Well said. And a bomb ass chicken. <laughs> bomb ass chicken. We are derailed. This train is off the tracks. It's, so I hate it's skidding sideways down a hill. I hate everything, but I like recording while I'm sitting on a bed because I can throw myself back laughing. <laughs> and you guys don't have to hear my weird, like, spitty, gargly, cackle laugh. <laughs> spitty, gargly, cackle laugh episode name. Um, Pinwin, if you were not an adventurer, what do you think you'd be doing with your life? Well, before I was an adventurer, before I started going out on random adventures, you know, um, I was kind of going through a tough time, quite a pickle trying to just find myself in general. So, in a sense, I feel like I was always kind of destined to be an adventurer, but potentially maybe I would have just eventually done kind of what my parents did and just become a traveling storyteller of sorts so but adventuring's been way more fun so i kind of prefer that yep very neat yeah (laughs) tomar neato well i didn't really consider myself an adventurer and i've only been quote unquote adventuring out of necessity since worker egg spoke to me um I had just wanted to find out more about my lineage and find the home of the dwarves because my dad used to talk about it. But if that wasn't part of the the puzzle, then I would just be probably just setting a, up a shop somewhere and running it and dealing with merchants and peddling wares. All right. 
Okay, guys. So, as uh, let's kind of you know hop on into this, as I always seem to say, but there's no other way to do this. Um, so, you guys have now crossed over through with this John portal <laughs> with John Edward. Um, you've crossed through this portal from the Starlight Plane, and you might remember that at the end of the episode, I had I think her stag. I had you roll uh, a D100 and a D12. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, the D100 um, will come into play here, as will the D12. So, Oh, good. <laughs> keep. Uh, I was going to tell you what it was. I was like, eh, it's better for story. Yeah, I, I was going to say, you're just going to be flat out be like, the D100 said you suck. Die. <laughs> Everyone is dead. So, yeah, Bye. we can edit that part out or something. But, um, yeah, so you guys have crossed into... A different plane. Hopefully, it is the material plane. Oh Fingers my crossed. God! Toes All crossed. you know is that it is very, very dark. Uh oh. Oh, cool. Could be nighttime. <laughs> it it yeah. could be. I'm, oh, please. It is seriously. No, I know. It is so dark. In fact, you guys with your dark vision are still able to see various colors, but it is. A overwhelming darkness. It is, you know, and your eyes are still adjusting once you come out through the other side. And another thing you guys notice is that you all feel a bit strange having come through. Tomar, you know of plane sickness, the effect that happens when you spend too much time in one plane and then move into another. So I'm going to roll a D100 and tell you what your plane sickness symptoms are. Tomar, we'll start with you. Call ask a nurse to find out more about <laughs> plane sickness. Plane sickness symptoms. Tomar, you are suffering from grievous headaches. Every morning, you are going to be racked with terrible headaches, and you'll have to roll a constitution save to uh, not take further effects. Pin awesome. I'm great. I'm doing wonderful. Right? Pin, when you feel sluggish, you will have a negative one to any ability or skill involving dexterity. Ooh, <gasps> fuck. That's rude. Herstag. Herstag, you are dead. <laughs> Herstag, uh, Periodically, I'll have you roll a an intelligence save in order to keep yourself from babbling incoherently. <laughs> the, the, it sounded oh, like so you were going to say wisdom. <laughs> I almost said wisdom. That's a symptom? I think her stag's a Your thoughts are disorganized. Elijah, you can stay about that far away from the mic. You don't need to lean into it like that. Oh, like this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Ba-bum-bum. Bum. Gorbel, you have one point of exhaustion. Wow, that's oh. not fair. <laughs> <laughs> like nah. the best one to roll. Nah, I feel okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. I I'm just gonna. I'm gonna power through. <laughs> Drink some water and carry on. Uh, you can mark it off on your conditions. Yeah, all of you, make sure you keep track of that. You can mark this off on your conditions. <laughs> she karate chopped her foot. It looked like. <laughs> Not sure what that means. It was my 
my crotch. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a crotch It was a karachi chop. <laughs> Five experience to me. Okay, so you guys are now. Okay, what did you say my thing was? Oh my god. You are going to have to roll an intelligence save every so often to keep yourself from babbling incoherently. <laughs> so please roll an intelligence save right now, in fact. And Tomar, I need you to roll a constitution save. Let me just double check. 18. 20. For now, you guys are good. Still a headache, though? It's, it, it's mildly annoying. If it becomes too severe, however, you will be unable to concentrate on anything that involves concentration so okay does it get better when you sleep i guess you guys will find out <laughs> exhaustion that'd be does. great <laughs> you can do does it okay mine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm sluggish you would um, think sleep would help sluggish i'm gonna drink some more alcohol okay one sec back back with the headphone jack Oh shit. Oh, this this episode sucks. Sorry everyone. Maybe we'll edit it. Post production, it'll sound. It'll be five minutes of narrative. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're in a new plane. Maybe we're in the same plane. Who knows? Bye. <laughs> Bye. We're all really sleepy or whatever. Okay, so you guys. Are we ever going to put out a soundtrack? <laughs> Someday. Once we have enough material. I think we only need like three more songs. Yeah. We've got Backpack with a headphone jack. we got Demon Baby. Demon Baby. We've got National Pizza. <laughs> yeah. We've got National Pizza. National Pizza. National Pizza Day. You're ruining all of our songs. You're out of the band. Man, I don't sitting think... on a bed seriously is the best every time I laugh. I fall backwards. Into a cushion. Okay. I don't think we've done Demon Baby on this, have we? Anyway, let's. Is our soundtrack? Yes. Let's. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Okay. So, you guys are in what appears to be a large cavern. Ugh. Extremely dark. The. You can hear the drip somewhere of. Water, <laughs> perhaps some kind Drips. of. I cast detect plane. <laughs> Do you have detect plane? No, I'm kidding. Uh, you can hear the drip somewhere of water, perhaps some sort of liquid, very steadily, you know, kind of trickling down, hitting what appears to what sounds like stone. And uh, other than that, it's featureless down here. Even with your dark vision, it's just very muted shades of gray. And as you look down further, it's very, very dark. Can you guys use your spells? I cast Druidcraft to tell what the weather will be like for we the are next eight hours. Can you again. do a useful spell? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
you find that your spells have returned to you, Hurstag. What? Oh, would you look you cast at that? Druidcraft. What, what are you the, doing? What's the weather? What is going on? What's, what's the radius be? on that? Just, what's the weather? That's it. Cold and damp and dark. The weather's going to be dark. <laughs> well, it looks like some cold and some dampness. It's like an old And some darkness, like, folks. Hi, uh, what are you talking about? But I've got my spells back. It's going to be dark. Oh, good. This Let is me a spell. Try. Can't you see? No, I can't. It's Let dark. Let me move my hand out of the way. What does it look like? I mean, it'll light up, kind of. like <laughs> It'll look like, a, like some dark, damp weather. Yeah, you guys see like a little orb of just darkness. Oh, that's it, cool. It looks a little moist. Can I, I cast Mage Hand mm-hmm. and I use it to pinch Tomar. <laughs> so a, a big hand, a golden hand comes soaring at you in the darkness, Tomar. It illuminated a bit and pinches you. Damn it, Gorble, not now. <laughs> Got a headache. It's a test. I just wanted to try it. And I'll it works. It. I'll try to cast light. Okay. There's a good one. Yeah. Well, some of us don't oh, have that. Touch one object? I mean, I have a torch. <laughs> Yucky! I forgot there was vodka. You could put, to cast the light on the tip of your torch. I'll cast the light on the tip of my torch. All right. The tip of your torch springs to light. And... <laughs> Now, there is a 20-foot radius of light going in various directions. You guys can now All see right. a little bit more clearly here. You seem to be in some sort of cavernous cave. Still right. very, very dark, but you can see that in the center of this massive cave that you appear to be in is kind of a channel and just a tiny, the tiniest of water kind of rivulets running through it, like just a, the world's smallest stream. Running mm. through it. Cool. Pinwind-sized stream. <laughs> Time to go swimming. Is there a discernible exit from this part of the cave? As far as you can tell, um, it is it is very dark. Uh, the only thing you've seen is this that would indicate any direction is that this stream travels between you guys, and it comes from the direction. <laughs> it comes from the direction. Uh, it comes from the direction ahead of you, and moves behind you from the direction you're facing. Can I try to use survival to find our way out using that stream? You may roll for survival. Yippee! All right. I got new dice, guys. I'm really excited about it. And I just, like, rolled pretty good, so. Where'd you get your dice from? Well, I mean, I got them from GaryCon, but it's... I mean, who made them? Jake. <laughs> Some what is it with it you with that name? <laughs> I've like I've only met Jacobs that I like. Who's Jake? What? <laughs> <laughs> no it's just someone who made the dice. <laughs> They're Norse Foundry dice. They're Norse Foundry dice. Norse Foundry. And I think a couple of our players picked up Norse Norse Foundry dice. Uh, Lindsay. Who else? You, Gorble. Elijah set the trend. They're just so fun. I don't have Norse the foundry dice. <laughs> he, has, oh. he has skull candy, or what do you have? Skull, skull splitter. splitter. Skull, skull splitter. candy or headphones. <laughs> well, it made Whatever. us want metal dice, and now we all have metal dice, so except for enjoy me. listening to They're it. Heavy. Yeah, except for Seth. I could use these as weapons. You they could. are really pointy, and yeah, I love sharp. it. Yeah, they're sharp. But yeah, 
Uh, they're they're fantastic. So check them out. Yeah. Mm. Little shout out. Anyway, back to the game. What did oh, you roll? Right. Um. It was. That was my volume. Thirty-five. I'm sorry. I want to say. Wait. Fifteen plus eighteen. That's not thirty-five. Oh my god, math right now. It would be 33. Okay. 33. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 33. Math is hard. So you can, based on that roll, Pinwin, you are able to discern. Get the fuck out of here. You you can discern that the the, uh, water is traveling from an incline down and you know that a lot of water sources uh, come from inside of rock or mountain or anything like that and they travel out so it'd probably be within your best interest to follow the direction of the stream okay all right guys well i've seen this before all we have to do is just follow that stream (laughs) that little (laughs) droplet of water yeah let's follow the stream does anybody else hurt uh, yes. I'm pretty hurt. I mean, pretty I'm like not feeling I'm not great, feeling but good. I'm feeling optimistic because look at this stream here to guide us. Do you guys want to rest before we try and leave the cave? Oh. Do you want to rest? What if we're under Roundfoot Town? I thought yeah. about that. I really want to get out and see where we are. If we even can. If it blew up and caved in. We can do anything. And this it's is fine. where we went back to? It's fine. Oh, it's so oh my yeah. God. Yeah, well, I feel like we got to get moving. Um, I'll cast uh, Healing Spirit, though. We can take a minute to heal up right. a little bit. So that'll be 10d6. Follow me on. Yeah. Uh Thirty-six points of health. So all of you are healed for thirty-six points of health. Alright. How you guys doing? I feel I feel better. I Good feel to like a still have a wicked headache. Are you guys okay? We were in that plane for a long time. I'm fantastic. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever felt as good as I do right now, just because I've never been without my spells before. I I'm mean, fantastic, just tired. I'm a little sluggish, sort of, but aside from, it's nothing that'll stop me, you know. We kinda, should follow the stream. Kind of bummed that we lost Verolis there, though. Yeah, that Well, we did what we could hard. for him. We did. Maybe I'll make it out. All we can do is ensure know. we tell of his good deeds and keep his legacy alive. Should probably tell people there's turtle people out there somewhere. <laughs> that they <laughs> are weird. awesome. Maybe we should start a legacy. 
because nobody knows about him. You could write a song. I will. I will do that. Let's get out of the cave first. It'll be called <laughs> Total Tastic. Total So are you going to be working on that song while you <laughs> while you're moving? You know what? I think I will. <laughs> <laughs> so Pinwin begins res- like trying to figure out a song as you guys move down. Um, Shadow seems largely unaffected by what has transpired. He's just along for the ride. Yeah. You guys have various um, maladies of sorts. You're all kind of dealing with a bit of a jet lag kind of feeling from traveling through the plains. And uh, following Pinwin's lead, you guys move down and follow the, uh, the uh, stream. You make a few turns. You find yourself into a more narrow cavern um, exiting this one and everything is very much the same there's not a lot of difference in uh, kind of the terrain it's all dark, featureless and if it wasn't for the stream you feel like you might be pretty lost and you, you move through for well over an hour, moving through different tunnels and uh, kind of making twists and turns and ups and downs and finally you come out in another large cavern but this one is a little bit different you can see right away with from the light of the torch that some of the rocks are painted the tips of the stalagmites are painted red it's actual paint yes it's actual paint Mm. do we recognize that as a sign of something you don't none of you would recognize this um as a symbol of anything you just know that the tips of these stalagmites jutting up from the ground are have been dashed in red. But yeah, you guys uh, come out into yeah this area with painted red rocks. And you, as you look around and move a little further, you see that there's a lot of them. But it's just the tip of these rocks that's painted red. Hmm. It's very odd. Proceed with odd. caution. This could be like goblins or something. Or it maybe is. they're painted red as a warning. Like, don't touch the sharp... Objects. Just people helping us. I like that. As they do often. It could be. (laughs) And as you follow the stream, you have noticed, Pinwin, that the stream is starting to widen. It's getting a little bit, just a bit bigger, a little bit more water. And uh, yeah, it's it's a little bit shallower, though, too. But, um, yeah, you guys are in this massive cavern. But this this cavern is, yeah, much larger than the one you found yourselves in. It is maybe the ceiling, if you, you can just barely see it, it might be about 200 feet above you. It's quite large. And looking around, the farthest wall, or the closest wall, is very, very far away, a few hundred feet. So as you move through, you're kind of noticing your, your footsteps are kind of loud. And Pinwin, since you're kind of... Singing a little bit, your mm-hmm. your voice is traveling and echoing a little bit. Oh, that's what I was hoping for. So I'm loving this. <laughs> yeah, you guys are hearing some really good acoustics on Pinwin's part. Yeah, you guys move along a little bit further, and Pinwin, since you're up ahead with the light, you can actually you're seeing that there are, looks to be some structures pressed into the stone. Mm. Uh, looks to be made of wood. A lot of them. Mm. Uh, they seem to be like partially made they're they're mostly they they appear to be like scaffold or ladders things that you'd you'd find in a lot of like building scenarios but unoccupied there's no 
homes, there's no houses, anything like that, but there are a lot of, like, uh, pegs in the walls and, and pieces of board that seem to be hammered in. Hmm. And you continue along. I don't know if you want to pass this on to anybody. Can yeah. we not see? I mean, you can see, but Pinwin's the first one to notice. That would give him an opportunity to share this information. Isn't that interesting? Some ladders and studs and all sorts of cool buildy stuff. Does this look familiar? Does this look like Roundfoot Town in the below the the city? It's hard to tell. Um, you, it, it's it's really strange because you don't remember any red painted rocks and these uh, these uh, structures. They seem to be kind of built for some purpose. Like not broken, anything like that. So it's hard to tell at this point where exactly you are and what this is. But as you continue along, you, um, Pinwin, give me a perception check. All right, twenty-four. Twenty-four. You notice Pinwin very far off in the distance. You can see the wall of this cavern, and it, on the wall there are two exits, two Ooh. tunnels, one slightly larger than the other. But fairly identical. Does, but they both are exits. I mean, they exit from this room. And is the water trailing in both sides of the cavern? Uh, the water actually starts to divide and go down both of these pathways. It's almost as if the pathways themselves were formed around the stream. Well, when in doubt, we'll just go right. All right. Because <laughs> right is right. So you guys hear Pinwin say this. What do you mean? Well, we're at a decision where we have to go left or right. <laughs> and in these decisions, I like right. It seems you right, you know? Use your tracking abilities or anything to tell for sure which way we should go. To track oh. what? They're the same. They are. I mean, can I track? You can do a survival check. Oh, all right. I guess I'll go ahead and check it out. Mr. Herstag, so serious. All right. Um, that would be 24. 24. Pinwin, you notice that the right path actually has been, you just can make out one footstep. Seems to be humanoid. Booted, perhaps. Maybe a shoe. <laughs> um, has passed here within the last within the last twelve hours. Well, there has been a foot who has been a foot <laughs> on this right side. So it, I think we should go on the right the right side. Yeah, does this sound good to you? Sounds good. To the right. To the right, to the right. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Guys, let's just go. <laughs> so you guys take the right. Yep. And yes. you move down. Yep. Yeah. And it's what's right. Are you still are you still composing a song? Yeah. Okay. Herstag, did you have something to say? Yeah, I'd I'd like to keep an eye out for any plants in the area. Okay, so plants. far it's been very barren of plants. Okay. Just a lot of rock. I'll just keep my eyes open. Although you did notice that the wood 
Um, it looked from, you didn't inspect it too closely, but the wood that the structures were made of uh, seemed to be pine. Good. Naughty pine? Naughty. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so you move down here. Pinwin's still kind of constructing a, a tune. And Pinwin, give me another perception check. All right. 29. 29? Yeah. Okay. Pinwin, you see movement up ahead. All right, everyone, hold on. There's movement up ahead. So we should probably investigate that. Can... Oh, my God, I can pass without a chase again, right? You would be able to, yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, no. <laughs> My spell slots are full. What? Why? How? <laughs> you didn't take the long rest the soup gave you. Yeah, you would have replenished Oh, really? Those. Yeah, you oh, replenished okay. your spells. <laughs> Super <Thank> rest. Yeah. <laughs> so you will have, you'll have to go back down to 111 health. That Girl, was the most confident look. The super rest. You rested. No, Not that confidence. I don't. I don't accept that. Five. Okay. <laughs> anyway, what I meant is, yep, I'm gonna pass. Pass without a trace. All right, you cast. Passing pass without a trace. With that. All right, so you pass, cast Pass Without a Trace, and you guys are all shrouded in more darkness. All right, let's all right. sneak up on this fool. Sneak on up, yeah. Let's get our sneak on here. Okay, so give me some stealth rolls. Stealth. Seventeen. Okay. Plus an additional... T- and mm-hmm. 31. 15. 21. Okay. Did you get the minus one? 30. 30. <laughs> Damn, you suck. 20. <laughs> do I t- for exhaustion, Better. do I take just Better. minus yeah, one? Bad at stealth. Oh, disadvantage. Yeah, it would be at a disadvantage. Mm. Ah, balls. Did you read the first that's, level? That's the first level of exhaustion. Yeah. I don't Hell no, I didn't read it. On ability checks and saving. Oh. Yeah. Okay, still 21. Nice. Sweet. Yeah. So you're pretty stealthy still. Still. Sleep, like sleepy and like <laughs> sneaky. Sleepy. <laughs> oh, God. Because <laughs> yours was better. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, it, neither was good. <laughs> um, I beg to differ. I, but the fact <laughs> that we both went for it. Yeah. Um, so... You two are fairly stealthy, Pinwin and um, Gorbel. That's your name. Um, you two, slightly less so, but not too bad. Um, and you move forward, and Pinwin. Actually, everybody give me a perception roll. Oh, I'm going to have mad perception now. 23, I didn't roll well. <laughs> <laughs> but normally it'd be good. 23. Whoa. Seventeen. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I don't. This is not an extra plus ten, right? Seven. 
13. Oh, a 13. It's just a not just ability checks, not saving throws. That's true. This isn't a saving throw. I'm just He's just saying, saying for future reference. Yeah, because I got it wrong the first time. Um So Wait, my passive perception's like seventeen though. This is a perception roll. Mm. Yeah. So Tomar and Herstag, even from your position behind Pinwin, you just barely can make out some movement to your side in this tunnel. Which it, the tunnel's about 15 feet wide. I should have probably described that. You can see, skirting along, almost at a casual pace, something moving by you. Is there open space around us? Uh, I mean, yeah, you guys are kind of moving, but something slinks by. We can't tell what it is. So you can see now, as it passes you, you see a humanoid form, doesn't mm-hmm. seem to notice you, walking past. He's got very, very dark skin. And long white hair. His Doesn't look familiar. oh shit! His hair, weirdly enough, is much longer in the back than it is in the front. <laughs> it's shorter on top. He's got a mullet. It seems to be. <laughs> he's carrying a pack, and he's got several swaying forms hanging from his pack. Little white, what appears to be little paper dolls hanging from his pack. What? And he just. Marches along by you. You guys are fairly well hidden in the dark, being that you're passing without a trace. And he walks right by, whistling. (laughs) We only noticed him when he was right next to us. Yes. And only you you two noticed him. You two haven't seen him yet. Oh. <laughs> then, oh. I grab the nearest person to me and like, try and like keep him quiet. That'll be that'll be Gorble. <laughs> Shut up. There's somebody here. Well, someone someone Where? Shut up. Okay. And they just keep walking on ahead. Should we follow them? Holy fuck. Who is that? <laughs> yeah, now you two can see. This figure walking along next to you. Does he look friendly? You can't tell. He's walking. He's whistling. That's pretty friendly. But he's <laughs> this is the only creature you've seen down here. And does anybody have knowledge of elves at all? Um I mean I everyone. Should. I mean specific types of elves. Anybody have an uh would it be a history check know? or anything? Uh yeah, How they, common are drow in your world? Are they up above the surface ever? No. Then most of us probably wouldn't know about them. Okay. But maybe we've heard about them. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to get at. Like, I would kind of decide. Wh- wouldn't if I feel like I would? I would know just, a little bit of the lore. I've met a lot of people on the road. Check. Yeah. Give me. Yeah. Give me a history check. That's a good point. Um. Sorry. I'm kind of tired here. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a nice history. Mm-hmm. Twenty-two. Six. Nineteen. I did it. <laughs> Sorry. I did oh, it. is mine supposed to be? Say it again one? to me, Elijah. <laughs> Only if it's dex based. Oh, sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, nineteen. Nineteen. Twenty-two. And six. <laughs> so you two, Herstag and Pinwin, this looks very similar to what you guys know as the Drow or Dark Elves which you know are elves that 
are rumored to be quite uh, evil, for lack oh. of a better word, and they only live in the Underdark. Oh. Also known as the Bleak Place or the Dark Place. Ugh. Mm. But you, Tomar, this just looks like some weird elven creature. Same to you, Gorble. It looked, <laughs> the hell it, is that? It kind of springs some memories in your mind, but you're, you can't quite place it. You're a little exhausted. Now, if I remember right, I mean, I haven't ever seen one in person, but this looks like a drow. Have you yeah. ever heard of a drow? What's a drow? I've heard some stories about some drows. They're not <laughs> drows. They're not usually friendly. Yeah, they seem kind of like maybe they might be baddies, but I mean, who's to know? With that role, would I know if they He's were... whistling. He doesn't seem that bad. He doesn't. <laughs> I think we should go talk to him. And he has dolls. Yep. What? Do That's enough. Even, what does he do with the dolls? Gotta find out. Does anyone know his language? I'm gonna run over to him. Oh, fuck. You're gonna run over to him? Mm-hmm. So you guys watch Pinwin run over Pinwin. to him. I try to grab Pinwin. Give me a dex safe. <laughs> um, Are you gonna try to grab him too? No, I just have a question. You do we still have the translator? Oh. You do. Does it still work? It'd be an athletics versus or acrobatics or athletics. Let's not forget we have that translator. I would would have to roll athletics because it'd be a grapple. I'm rolling acrobatics? Yeah, you're right. Versus his acrobatics or athletics, his choice. Okay, yeah. Pinwin, you give me either athletics or acrobatics. Minus one. Minus one if it's acrobatics. Mm. Well, 12. 12. And then you, yeah, you give me your. It's not terrible. It's not good. <laughs> Seven. Okay, so Pinwin's <laughs> Pinwin is still a little sluggish, but is gone before you can even. You're like slowly <laughs> reaching out, and um, Pinwin, you reach this dark elf. What do you want to do? It hasn't noticed you yet. Hi. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna kind of stand just a little bit back and say. Excuse me. Hi. <laughs> you watch as the dark elf freezes and then turns and looks right at you, Penwin, eyes wide. And he looks right at you, Penwin, and his face breaks into a smile. Uh, good eye. Hi, how are you? I'm Penwin. Oh, who are you? Good eye, Penwin. Oh, Chester. Uh, hi, hi, what are you doing down here? I heard some singing. Is that you? You singer? That is. Are you a singer? I'm not. No. I'm a Are whistler. you a performer? You've got some cute little puppets there. No. 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 Not not a, not a performer. What do, what do, what do we got here? And he kind of looks around at the at the group and he he says, well, obviously we got a, a singer. He looks over at you, Gorble, and a a, a tolly. And uh, he looks at I'm you. I'm sorry. A what? <laughs> <laughs> he looks over at you. Uh, her, uh, sorry, Tomar. Nah. Sh- short little. Uh, stout bugger. Oh, okay. and he looks over at you, Hersteg. An- another short, stout bugger, but dirty. Um, <laughs> and then, and then he listen looks at, here, buddy. Then he looks at Shadow, a big cat. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, what are you? Uh, what, 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 what are you all doing here? Well, we. Oh man, it is a very long story. But basically, we essentially kind of got lost. Could you tell us where we are exactly? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in the Underdark. What is that? 
Where is the It's known underdark? by different names. Uh, some people call it the bleak place. Some people call it uh, the uh, the dark place. Some people call it uh, shit on a shingle. But uh, I, I'll just call it uh, my old home. Um, I am Chester, as I said. And as you might have possibly uh, surmised at this point, I am a very handsome bloke. So uh, let's... Uh, yes, you are. I'm, I'm glad we're all meeting each other down here. Oh, um, I thought you were just a lame-o. <laughs> that's a... That's a a good accent she got there. Yeah. <laughs> Learned it from you. <laughs> well, uh, I'm, it's, I, I don't meet many travelers down here, so uh, I just wanted to uh, uh, kind of let you know who I was. Um, you, you give me quite a fright, uh, but if you, if you guys are uh, uh, doing something, I'll just get out of your way. I'm on my way out of here. So, um, How do we get out of here? Well, uh, I mean, you got you got to go up. Typically, that's kind of usually the case. You well, go up and out. Right, but is there a path or door? Yeah, there's a couple of them. Can you uh, give us some instruction? Well, uh, well, uh, I'm. He looks around at you guys. You, you can see that he's eyeing your weapons, and you guys have noticed now, looking at him, that other than his pack, he doesn't seem to be dressed like he's an adventuring sort. Um, he doesn't have any weapons that you can see on him. He's actually dressed very simply in a, like a kind of a dirty white smock and some just like brown trouser pants and some thick, sturdy boots. Um, very, very utilitarian looking. Bodega. <laughs> Plus dolls. Yes, but he does have some dolls, paper dolls hanging from okay. him. Um, two in the front that you can see. Um, well, uh, I'm, I'm on my way out of here. I was, uh, just, just be on my way. As you, as you could probably tell, he it looks once again at where your weapons are. Um, I'm not the martial sort. I am, uh, functionally useless in combat, so please do not kill me. Uh, I would like to live. So, oh, yeah, there's no reason Chester. to kill you. Especially, do you want to, could we just follow you out? That's a, that's a bit leery. Um, we could... I mean, we could travel along at the same time, but I don't like people at my back. It's uh, It makes me a bit nervous. What about at your side? Which side? Which do you prefer? Uh, left, probably. All right. Uh, <laughs> I keep my right side uh, always uh, to the side of the tunnel. So if, uh, if I guess if, if you guys want, we can uh, travel together. But uh, no yeah. funny business, please. I am, like I said, quite weak, and I do not like... Uh, being dead. So, <laughs> well, you seeing as you're very weak, fear. I don't know if you have much say in that. Once again, that's a joke, Larry. Yeah, it's bit Larry. Setting setting my hackles on edge. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't think Beverly's gonna like that one. Um, but uh, <laughs> Beverly. <laughs> yeah, this is Beverly, and he shakes one of the <laughs> as he turns and sways. He shakes one of the paper dolls. This is Beverly here. <sighs> Uh, How does the doll look? Is it like well done or like? No, it's not. like it. You thought it was paper at first, but it looks like it's maybe made of straw, and it's just kind of hanging there. It doesn't have any like features other than it's got like a smiley face <laughs> drawn on it. <laughs> and then he picks up the other one, and it's got a frowny face drawn on it. Oh. And he's like, "This one's Blaine. Ah, uh, these are some of my travel companions." And he turns and looks over his shoulder at you. And this one's on the back. That's Winky. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, you can see this like fat little doll like with a big smiley face curving upwards almost covering the entire face and two dotted eyes I 
shoot a glance at Tomar and look at him like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Your dolls are just so delightful. Uh, seriously? Thank yeah. you. Um, the, the dolls, though, they're my companions. So. Oh, that's what I meant. Oh, Sorry. Just a, are just a you heads a, up. Do you yeah. sell dolls? or No. Why would I sell dolls? Yeah, why would he sell his best friends? That would be that would be weird. My, anyway. my best friends aren't dolls. These are my companions. They're not dolls. They're, they're the, the companions. So. What does that mean? They travel with me. They for, go everywhere. What, for what purpose? For comfort. For, uh, for uh, you know, somebody to talk to. It gets kind of lonely, Danny. Do you not have a settlement? Well, um, I'm from a village, uh, but they actually kicked me out. Um, excommunicated from it. So I'm on my way up to the surface and get my own village, become king, come back, talk to my uh, village elder, tell him, hey, I'm the new king of this new village, and I'll stab him in the heart. Do you, Ooh. have you ever been to the surface? No. Mm. <laughs> but I hear it's lovely. Why were you excommunicated? As a miscommunication. They just didn't like me. Of of what sort? I think it's just because I'm different from them. That's all. How are you, How different? Are you different? I don't know, just like different. They just they they just picked on me a lot. Is it the doll there. thing? No, they, once, once again, okay, I got a stress. The thing? Have, what? Is it the companion thing? No, no, it's got nothing to do with it. I think it's just all about who I am. It's just a bit different. Bit different uh, politics. Different belief system, just kind of always button heads there, and uh, yeah, just a lot of difference. Always picking on me, bullying me, and I was just, uh, I just had, just had it. So now I'm on my way up. Like I said, start my own village, become king. Well, I'm sorry you were bullied, but you have friends in us, well, right? Uh, well, uh, yeah. I um... mean, we could travel together, <laughs> but I, I'm not sure about the uh, the friendship thing. Yeah, me uh, neither. Me neither. I met a couple of creatures down there, and they try to be friendly at first, but uh, they were not friendly at all, so... What manner of creatures are you talking about? Well, uh, well, I got... I kind of encountered this uh, large uh, many-legged thing that could crawl on uh, walls and up on the ceiling, and I uh, didn't like that much. It was uh, very scary. had a big, mm. big mouth full of teeth. Tried to eat me. I ran. Um... But at first it tried to convince me that it was a dark elf and that it was my friend. Turns out, was not my friend. So, uh, then I and uh, I encountered a uh, black panther down here. I don't know where that came from. Hmm. Uh, but uh, that also did not end well. It uh, chased me and I had to hide in a creek, an under, underwater creek. Wow. And uh, got... <laughs> Got real muddy, wow. dirty my smock here, as you can see. I have, uh, this is my only shirt, so <laughs> <laughs> was not able to do anything about it. So, um, really just a, a bad run of it, and uh, just a bit, I'm a bit cautious now, as you can probably tell. That's well, fair. Well, as then. long as you don't try and attack us, we will leave you be. Well, I'm not going to attack you. I don't have anything to attack you with. I got my fists. They're weak as hell. Um, I got, I got like a, a bed rule in here in my pack, but I don't think that's going to do any good. So, can you just let? You're probably used to being down here. If you see anything out of the ordinary, just let us know. Oh, right. I, I, I'll definitely do that. I see out of the ordinary stuff all the time. Sometimes I see it. and I'm like, that is not right. I'll, I'll just, just, I just know, just intrinsically in my bones that it's not supposed to be there. So I'll definitely wow. speak up if I see something like that. That's great. Good on you for 
being keen on your senses. Yeah, it's like all I got down there. So guess we're lucky finding you. I, I guess so. Um, I get. Well, shall Shall we get Garen? Then? Yeah, yeah, let's get let's him to the surface. Uh, okay, and uh, he starts walking along, and he kind of seems very hesitant to allow you guys to. Um, move behind him. He wants to kind of be in the thick of it. Like he's he's very, very concerned with you guys walking behind him. (laughs) So he like looks over his shoulder, walks to the side sometimes. Um, And eventually, as you guys kind of shuffle your way through um, for a couple of hours, he kind of talks a little bit. You get a sense of who he is. Um, Seems like a very cautious, very suspicious person. Uh, Seems like he's been through a lot of bullying in his life. (laughs) And uh, he's not very trusting of people. Uh, But he uh, he seems to have a sense of humor about a lot of things. Um, A bit kind of like a dolorous type of sense of humor everything he everything he describes in good nature seems to be things bad things that have happened to him that don't really affect him too greatly but with a lot of people it probably would but uh you move several more hours um and you guys are you know getting a little tired here from this plane uh this plane sickness and you eventually get to what appears to be a mining camp down here (laughs) You approach a cavern, and there's a few buildings set up around the area, and uh, but they seem long abandoned, like no one's been here in a very long time, and uh, Chester even indicates as much. Uh, he he kind of waves his hand. Uh, yeah, this uh, this whole thing is a uh, crossroads of sorts. Uh, you get a, when whenever you encounter this, you know that yeah you've got a, f- a few more miles to travel before you get to the the, the Great Bridge. And uh, once we get to the Great Bridge, then it's uh, it's all all upwards. All right. So we can stop here and rest if you'd like, or we can keep pushing on. Let's continue on. I'd really like to get out of here. All right, all right, all right. That's a, that's a fair point, fair point. All right, uh, well, uh, does anybody have any food? Because when that, uh, that, gr- that, that beast was chasing me, I dropped uh, some of my food and uh, bit, get a bit hungry. Thought I was going to starve. Glad I ran into you. Can you spare some bread? Let's see. We haven't eaten in quite a while ourselves, so <laughs> let me just check our packs. Do you still have that pineapple? You're not smoochy anymore. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have good berry prepared. I only have bedroll. <laughs> Nobody has any food on Which them? Is not a or roll. any food they do want to share? I think we have, I think I have rations. Okay. I'll give them some. Some. Okay. So you give him a few rations and he very greedily like Wow. <laughs> that was that was uh, You're a hungry little guy. Pro level. Like I said, it's been a, been a bit since I've eaten, so uh, just... Uh, what do you typically eat down here? Uh, whatever I can find, but uh, I like a lot of herbs, a lot of spices. Um, do those grow in this darkness? Uh, down a bit, yeah, in my village, so... Hmm. But, uh, yeah, I'm not, not much, not too keen on plant life, but there's many pockets of uh, places down here in the oh. underdark that... Uh, not too keen life. on plant life. Don't tell that one. <laughs> I motion at Herstag. <laughs> he kind of looks absently at you, Herstag. Mom's a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I look slightly offended. <laughs> ah, sorry. 
It's no, fine. It's all right. <laughs> we're gonna keep going. Well, uh, let's let's get going. Um, we can we can head this way. And he he uh, kind of leads you guys through the uh, the mining camp. And I don't know. Does anybody want to investigate at all, or you just want to keep mm-hmm. going? I'll investigate. Okay. See what there is to see. Investigate for me. Let's see what it is. Investigate is fifteen. Twenty-nine. Anybody else investigate? Mm, uh, mine wouldn't be as good as theirs. <laughs> okay. So, Pinwin, you kind of look around and you're able to find a, some old tools, rusty old hmm. tools. Uh, Tomar, you, as you guys are kind of passing one of the buildings, you see that you. You're not sure how you see it, but you see a discolored um, piece of wood on the side. It doesn't match any of the other wood in the uh, in the structure itself. And so you go over and you pull it open, and there's a little chest inside the wood. Mm. It's kind of a burnished color. Um, it's got a lock on it, and it's about maybe seven inches tall. About six inches wide. It's a little chest, hmm. but it's very heavy. What the? Why is this here? Why's what? There's a little chest in here. Oh. Well, open it up. Treasure? Yeah. It's locked. Uh, smash it up. Yeah, break it open. Maybe. Um. Or leave it. I don't know. Who cares? I shake it. You shake it? Yeah. All right. Everything explodes. We're dead. Bye. You hear a jingling sound inside, but it's very heavy when you shake it. It seems like just a couple of heavy things in there. But they sound metallic. Hmm. Is it Norse foundry dice? <laughs> Could be. Hey. Guess you'll never know unless you open it. Oh. Can uh, anyone lockpick? Hmm? Can we lockpick? Does anybody have any thieves' tools? I don't. I'm think not so. a thief. I don't think. Except of the young halfling lady's hearts. Hey, <laughs> wacka wacka! <laughs> wow. Yeah, those. Nobody. No. no. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna try and just throw it to the ground. See if it breaks open. Uh, give me strength roll. Nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, you throw it hard enough that a section of it, like, cracks against the uh, rock, and it pops open, and you can see a couple of things kind of roll out and away, shiny, glimmering, glimmering things in the light that from Pinwin's torch. I go and locate them. Okay, and you pick them up, and one is a very heavy ring. Mm. It's very finely engraved with a uh, what appears to be a dragon head on it. Um, in the dragon's eyes are two dark stones. Hmm. Okay. Is that a summon dragon thing? <laughs> the, uh, the next item you pick up looks like a heavy metal bracelet also on it, an engraved dragon with hmm. two dark stones for eyes. Hmm. Okay. And the third item is kind of weird. It looks almost like it is a letter opener. It looks like a flat, sharp piece of metal with, once again, on the tip emblazoned in a circular uh, emblem is 
a dragon head with two dark stones for eyes. Chester, does this stuff look familiar to you? He turns and examines it. Uh, no, I don't don't really like the look of it. I don't like dragons. Uh, heard only nasty things about him, but um, no, doesn't look familiar at all to me. Hmm. Who do you know who used to live in this area? Uh, I was just uh, goblin miners. We until we chased him out of here. Um, but yeah, so maybe someone goblin-y? Maybe? I don't know. Hmm. Never met a real goblin before. Uh, probably run away if I did. Okay, mm-hmm. so you said ring. What else? Bracelet. And what appears to be a letter opener. Well, I will pocket those for now. Alright. And you guys continue on your way. You uh, travel for a few more hours and f- till you reach a large cavern. I know you've been going through some large caverns, but this one takes your breath away. You can tell already, based on the vague phosphorescent stones in the walls, just very, very mildly illuminating, this thing is huge. It's basically an underground canyon. You can't even see where the ceiling is as you enter and you look left and you look right and you cannot see the walls this is massive but dead ahead of you is a large ramp of stairs Mm -hmm. going up in an incline seems to go up about 100 feet ancient stone Tomar specifically her stagger you good with stonecraft Um, do you recognize stones I think that's a dwarven feature pretty sure Stone cunning. Stone cunning, yeah. Mm. Okay, so you two would both look at this the stone of this bridge and know that this is ancient. This was very similar almost to what you saw in Roundfoot Town in the mines, that mm. castle stri- like section that you saw, um, the fortification. It looks to be of the same stone and of the same crafting but it's very, very old. But this stairway goes up, and you can see that it's attached to this massive bridge. And this bridge goes on for maybe a 1,000 feet. And as you look further, you can see that even though you are in a canyon, and you, you're on the floor right now, right underneath the bridge, it drops off. And Chester even indicates as such, and he kind of looks a bit nervous, and, well, ah. It's a steep drop, so nobody look down when we cross this bridge, because I promise you're not going to like it. It's very deep, and if you fall, you will fall forever. All right. Oh, okay. For forever? Like. Ever? Yeah, like, you'll never stop falling. Where's the proof on that? Well, it's the deep pit. The deep pit goes on forever. That's We know it. That's just what happens. Well, I always like a new chance to travel new heights, so let's do it. So there's no real railing on the There's stairs. no railing. There's stairs leading up and then a flat bridge going across at least a thousand feet and what appears to be a tremendous drop underneath. All right, we will proceed with caution. All right. So you guys climb up the stairs 
and you're looking all around and you can see as you ascend higher and higher you can now see over the edge there's no railing this staircase is about 15 feet wide so there's enough room if you wanted to walk to abreast that would be safe enough but uh, I think we should do single file you want to do single file yeah all right tell me the order you guys are in I'll go first okay Penwin's first I'll go second okay Look at you speaking up finally before <laughs> being the third one. <laughs> Remember, everyone's like... You guys always have very strong opinions on where you're at in line. I will, <laughs> I will be in back. I will be... Further third. back. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Her stag, you'll be third. And Chester is <laughs> Chester's going to walk kind of half a step ahead of you, Pinwin, okay. but still, like, kind of off to the side. Still very nervously looking over his shoulder as he climbs up. You guys notice he's very he's a very agile guy, um, and he kind of walks up these stairs, like, on the toes of his feet, not fully touching them with his full foot, just very, like, kind of uh, light-stepped walking up, mm-hmm. and his, his uh, dolls sway as he walks, kind of rattling a little bit. Companions. <laughs> his companions, <laughs> sorry. Um... And he makes it to the, the top, and he looks back at you, Pinwin, and winks. Well, like I said, don't look down. It will be scary. Unless you don't care all about uh, heights. But Oh, yeah, I'm not scared of nothing. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and as you guys crest onto the bridge, you can see down below, it looks like it goes on for an eternity a huge black chasm beneath you. No light even touches it. You don't think that even your dark vision could penetrate the darkness God, none of us have below you. Fall, Damn. It is an awe-inspiring mm. sight, and it is terrifying to behold. Even, even you, Penwin, very hard to frighten. You feel a little bit uneasy looking at this and knowing that the only thing between you and this eternal abyss is a 20 foot sorry 15 foot wide bridge that's a thousand feet long alright yep well bridge I'm trusting you yep (laughs) (laughs) alright you guys gonna continue keep moving yep very carefully I'm gonna light a torch okay uh with my druid craft just you slip and fog. <laughs> I'm just going to drop it over the edge. Okay. And just see how long I can see the light. Okay, so you guys watch as Hurstag lights a uh, torch and drops it off the edge of the bridge. And you watch the light flicker as it falls. And it, you watch it fall for quite some time, and then it just disappears. It's the last you could probably surmise would be two, maybe three thousand feet that it fell before the light disappeared. Mm. Okay, that was okay. just an experiment. Um, <laughs> before we go, I'm going to cast enhance ability. Ooh. Um, how do I divvy this up? Hmm? So two aside from me? 
Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll go with the two closest to me, I guess. So okay. it's... So that would be Chester would be and uh, Gorble. Or if you wanted to do Gorble and then Herstag. Yeah, Gorble and Herstag. I'm going to touch both of them and give them Cat's Grace, which means the target who I touched, has advantage on dexterity checks. It also doesn't take damage from falling 20 feet or less if it isn't incapacitated. But I mean the checks. Okay. Thanks so that would... Checks or yes. saving yeah. Checks. So that would yeah. cancel out your... Advantage on checks. That would cancel out your current sorry, exhaustion, Gorbel. I wish I had more. Thanks, Pinwin. It's okay. That pat on the back really... really made me feel better about this. Of course. And before... And I guess before we go, I will give Tomar some bardic inspiration. Okay, how do you I'll do that? I'll blow a kiss to him. <laughs> Didn't forget you either, big guy. You feel inspired, Tomar. Well, thank you. I mean, I'll be fine. I'm just concerned that you guys get across safely. Oh, we got this. We'll get there. All right, we're ready. Just watch your che- step. Chester like, looks at you, Pinwin, as if expectantly like he watches oh. you cast the spell on all three of your friends and he like looks uh, could I get a pick me up then and none for Chester just kidding alright <laughs> and then I'll blow Chester a big kiss too. are you casting bardic inspiration <laughs> yeah just bardic kiss? inspiration oh, okay. <laughs> sorry alright and Chester's like well I like that <laughs> I'll get used to that. Maybe. I'll go to buy All right. <laughs> Maybe I'll keep you around. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And uh, you guys that go. Was slightly disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys uh, go. Maybe my social dolls. awkwardness. He hasn't been around a lot of friends. It's fine. What if those all used to be people? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, so you guys start crossing. And Chester's kind of talking to you guys as you guys are walking. So yeah, um, yeah. One time, me and my uh, buddy, we came to this bridge, and then we uh, threw his ex-girlfriend's clothes off of there. She never got them back, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. but she was quite pissed. And uh, then yeah. she went to his house in the middle of the night and uh, climbed into his bed, and then beat him with a bat. And wow. uh, <laughs> and it was a terrible mess. Um, sorry, I kind of started this story like it was funny, but yeah. it was bad. It was yeah, real bad. He yeah, like, couldn't walk anymore. It was <laughs> comedy. It she beat him bad with a bat. She a snuck bat. right in. So is your buddy okay? Nah, he can't walk anymore. Oh. Well, at least he's not in that relationship anymore. Oh, I no, guess. they went right back together. Oh. oh. <laughs> oh. Well, good. Four kids. Good for oh, them. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Nah, hope, they're, was, uh, hope they're doing great. Nah, they're doing awful. Uh, <laughs> they just fight all the time. She hits him with a bat. He throws her clothes off the bridge again. Um, the cycle continues. They're just yeah. naked and bruised all the time. <laughs> it's it's terrible. But, you know what? You know, this, I've washed my hands of the situation. So, um, yeah. I'm on, on a new better things, making new best friends. No, yeah. With a new... Uh, manipulative and abusive relationships, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good. I got Beverly, I got Blaine, I got Winky. He flips and <laughs> looks over his shoulder again at you guys, like looks down at this chubby doll, and then back up at you, like smirking. <laughs> Winky watching my back, Beverly watches this side, Blaine watches this side, and I watch the front. We protect each other. Oh, that's sweet. For sure. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. 
Well, ah, let's keep going. So you guys walk. Right. You guys make it roughly halfway across the bridge. Tomar, give me a perception check. Ooh. Natural 20, so 35. Whoa. Tomar. <laughs> I see through the darkness. <laughs> you, you were like kind of you know, spacing out, kind of just walking along and then like looking around to make sure your, your senses are heightened, but you're, you're lost in thought to the point that when you hear a sound, it's very slight, but it knocks you out of your reverie and you're immediately alert. And you look back the way you came to that little tunnel that you came out of and you can see something moving out of the tunnel very slowly at first, but starts to pick up speed. It looks like a large, many-legged shape. Mm. And you can see it starting to gallop. Alright, guys, move forward quickly. <laughs> Why? There's oh. something after us. What? Go. What? Oh, right. fuck. <laughs> you hear Chester say. <laughs> um, what the hell is that? He looks terrified. Book it. Go, right, go, with, go. Let's, let's guy, let's guy, let's guy. And uh, you guys all start running. Mm-hmm. Um, give me next saves. Sorry, j- give me athletics. I'm sorry. Ooh. Saves. Uh, ju- yeah, just an athletics check. Oh, just a check. Mm-hmm. I rolled 20. a yeah. I oh, rolled God. a natural twenty nice. plus two, so twenty two. Chester, Australian for drow. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. Okay. Mm. Gorbel, uh, exhausted as you are, you kind of are, you're, you're really fast, so an 11 for you is not too terrible. You're oh, keeping good. pace, but you're starting to drag. You're almost like at pace with Tomar as you guys start running, and uh, Tomar, you look over your shoulder, and since you guys have traveled a bit of a distance, you can see about 400 feet just coming up the stairs, <laughs> leaping is this large spider-like creature. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's probably 10 feet tall, Jesus. the body of a spider, but on top seems to be a humanoid figure. Oh. It's okay. got long, flowing white hair and dark skin, mm. and it is holding a spear in its hand, and it gives out a just a blood-curdling shriek. Ah! And... <laughs> starts chasing after you guys and so it looks like a drow with a spider body it looks like a drow with a spider body and um it's a drider yeah a drowder that's literally what it's called is a drider oh <laughs> cool yeah. see i'm just knowledgeable good, good job not even see. funny so <laughs> talk to the mic I am. so pinwin says that out loud it's a drider mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh you see like all the color from chester's face leave and he freezes in place as he watches this thing start to... Nope, nope, nope. You're coming with us? Let's go. <laughs> okay. He's like, oh. And you guys kind of like shake him and get him going. And you guys all start running. Um, and this thing is starting to gain on you as you're continuing to run. You make it a few hundred more feet, but this thing is very quickly approaching. Um, How far are we from the end of the bridge? You make it a few hundred more feet, so you're about 200 feet away from the edge of the bridge. How far away is it? Uh, it's about it's now about 100 feet away from you, and it's quickly gaining on you. I'm going to shout out to it as I run. Okay. What are you going to say? 
Why are you chasing us? <laughs> you see, you scream out, Why are you chasing us? And um, the creature doesn't say anything, but it does take special note of you, Gorbel, and levels its gaze at you. And now it seems to have you in its sights. <sighs> How far away is it? 100 feet. I'll give you this moment to I'm decide if you want to do anything. Back. Pat behind Tomar towards the creature. And I'm gonna cast Entangle. So, Herstag, you move past Tomar, and your body glows green with magical energy, and you cast Entangle. And you watch as all sorts of flora burst up from the um, the bridge, and st- just start growing upwards, and this uh, as the drider comes into the area with the entanglement, it starts to slow and it starts screaming out again. And then this one is a strength save of 18. All right. It is not entangled. Oh, well. And in fact, you watch it look around angrily, glare at you now, Herstag and your glowing green magic, and you watch it sidestep. It goes over the side of the bridge, and then it disappears from view. Guys, we need to book right, it. Yeah, we do. I think I made it mad. Okay, give oh, me another no. athletics check. Oh my god, I rolled 20 again. Whoa. New dice. Oh, no. You don't have to roll twice because <laughs> you have that. 22. Um, Natural one. So that would be a total of two. Okay. What did you get? 17. 17, and you got? 27. 27. So finding your bearings, uh, Gorbel. Hold on. Say this. Okay. Everybody, okay. Okay. Everybody tell me your rolls again. 17. 22. Natural one. Okay. So a total of two. 27. 27. But you do have the... Into the microphone. <laughs> you do have the cat's endurance thing, though. Does that count towards athletics, that's, or is that <laughs> acrobatics? That's dexterity checks. This is athletics, and that would be strength. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So that wouldn't affect this at all. That's more for, like, sneaking. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um... Okay, so Pinwin and Gorbel are gone. They're they're running fast. And Tomar, you're hot on their heels. Herstag, you trip over a loose brick and kind of catch yourself, but you stumble a little bit and lose a lot of your balance and speed. But you notice that Chester has tripped over the same <laughs> panel of rock, and you guys are both just kind of like looking at each other <laughs> as this, as what you're sure is a quickly gaining drider. Can I turn around and go back towards them? Uh, give me a perception check. Thirty-four. <laughs> So yeah, you hear a oof, and you turn and see that they have both fallen over and are trying to regain their balance and their their speed. All right, I'm going to run up to them. All right. Um, you run up to them, and at that moment, 
Tomar, you see coming up from the side, very near to you, up from underneath the bridge, this drider. <laughs> Make a strength save. What What's size that? is it? It's uh, large. All right, so make a strength save with advantage. All right. Thirteen. So I'm going to use opposing force, mm-hmm. and I'm going to push him right off of the bridge into the the hole. Okay. And it's it was just a strength save, that's it? Yep. <laughs> okay. So, Tomar, you tell me how you cast this. So uh, I'm going to run up, and then I'm going to move my hands in a couple of radial swirls and then I'm going to just uh, launch my hand forward and then this dark uh, rippling energy is going to shoot out of my hand towards it. Okay, so yeah, so you guys watch Tomar do this. He summons this force and the drider, it's hit in the chest and its eyes go wide. (laughs) It has no idea what just happened and it drops its spear as it flies right off the bridge and you hear it Oh my god! Faded into nothingness. Right. Get oh, up. that was close. Get up! Wow, Come on, let's that go. That was easily resolved. All right. All right, let's yeah, keep moving before run. another one yeah. comes. Who knows what else is in here? Let's get out. That thing's not cool. <laughs> that was scary. All right, go. Okay. Get up. And uh, so, Tomar, are you gonna wait for them to get going? Yeah, I'm gonna be... like usher them. Ahead. Okay. Give me another perception roll. Thirty-four. Thirty-four. So once again, you hear a sound as far away as it is, but now there's many. And you look over the side of the bridge, back, way far back in the opening where you guys exited, and you can see dozens of driders pouring out of this hole. Oh, shit. Running fast and coming... Towards the bridge. That is disgusting. And that's where we're going to end for now. <laughs> oh. I was waiting. I was going to ask you. Yeah, that was yeah. Man. That was God. cool. That was cool using my ability again. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we see a drider like mini or something? And I was like, man, I hope we don't do that. Oh, maybe somewhere. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> they're cool. No, they're not. <laughs> this, this doesn't seem cool. All right, so that's uh, this episode. Um, we are all exhausted, and but we, you know, we still wanted to bring some listening pleasure to you guys, and uh, we're gonna hit up day, technically day four of the con, uh, day two for me and Michaela, and day th- three three for the rest of them um, for those other ones, the <laughs> others in the group, and uh, so the yeah, we're gonna. Heels. I mean, it'll obviously have already aired. By the time this airs, it'll be over with, but we will be going to Gen Con and Origins. So make sure that if you guys want to see us and come hang out with us, you can uh, show up to those. And guys, seriously, keep uh, listening and downloading. We really, really appreciate it. I know we did a big, long joke about loving you guys, and we do love you. We we really appreciate all that you guys do um, because we're... We're mm-hmm. quickly gaining. Uh, we're closing in on 1,400 downloads. It's just awesome. Like, we're having a blast, and uh, we'll keep pre- creating content for you guys and keep giving us suggestions. If there's something you, you like or want to hear or something you just fucking hate, tell us, and we'll probably ignore it. But, you know, we might try. <laughs> so, um, But, yeah, uh, other than that, does anybody else have anything else they want to uh, give a shout-out to before we leave? Oh, Adrian Von Ziegler, the music. 
Um, check out his band camp. All the information's in the bottom. Chad Piper doing our main um, our main boo, theme. Boo. Yeah, that, that one. one. That one. Um, uh, thanks again to Tomas for doing all the editing um, and bringing all the gear and stuff so we could record this in our hotel room. And, also, um, Lindsay for editing. And Lindsay for editing as well. Yeah. Also, and, me for carrying that table. Yeah. <laughs> and and Michaela for carrying table. And, and staying too. awake. And staying yeah. awake despite yeah. being very exhausted. We did get up at 3 a.m. after having only slept three hours because we had a funeral. So it was a jaunt. And uh, we're probably going to hit end or whatever you do in recordings do you hit eject (laughs) i will eject the recording out of the computer yeah we're gonna hit eject and then we're gonna gonna inject ourselves into bed because we are very tired but we're gonna have fun tomorrow and um we'll see you guys at future cons so uh that's all we've got for you today um stay tuned for thursday's episode and uh yeah other than that bye guys well, oh shit we are the d20 yeah we are the d20 oh. syndicate yeah. where you go on adventures so you don't we go <laughs> i'm so tired we, adventure, so we, we go, go on adventures so that you, you don't go on adventures so we don't have to. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> yes let me let me you know what let me let me dial it back here folks you you should be used to this by now if you've been listening for a while if you made it all the way through the podcast you're definitely used to this um but yeah This is the D20 Syndicate Podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Bye. Bye. Guys, we're so far. I am in a fart sandwich. <laughs> I'm never gonna get out of here. Fart sandwich. Do you want lemonade or do you want? You raise I want. I was going to get lemonade, but I wasn't gonna make a thing about it. I'm just gonna like get up and do it. I can't hear a mad sound. Did you shake it? You have to shake it well. <laughs> Weller! <laughs> I shouldn't, Guys, I'm sorry. I shouldn't yell in here. Shaking a jug of lemonade. They'll be like, why you have oatmeal on your crotch? <laughs> I couldn't afford you can ex- If you can explain away the oatmeal, then you're good. So You spilled your breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Down your pants. (laughs) Coating everything in a thick, soothing paste. (laughs) You forgot tasty. I'm keeping this in. Oh, God, no. no. We'll immediately lose all of our listeners. Yeah, but Seth has been watching 90 Day Fiance with me. It's good. Which is even... His face looked like... It's like... It's, it's like, even better. It is gutter trash, and it is an unstoppable train wreck, and I love watching it with her. <laughs> I'm so glad he likes it. He's I'm glad people, Lindsay likes He pretends shows. that he doesn't. No, I, I just like, said I like it. Like <laughs>
Back it up. Hey, if he's sitting there suffering through that shit with you, then that's love. <laughs> that is love. Suffering. You know what I would do? Love I would just go in another room and love. not watch We it. can't. We only have we one room. We don't have other rooms. <laughs> we have other rooms. <laughs> you seem like <laughs> at least 40 years older wearing that. <laughs> shaking a jug When I'm of wearing vodka. a satin bonnet and shaking a handle of vodka. <laughs> you look... You look we like are a Russian the <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh my god. Bye guys. You'll never see well, me again. Have fun missing out on 90 Day Fiance in our one room. <laughs> she just watches it with headphones. I'm like, hey, can I watch? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm not even watching any recent season. I think it's season five that I'm in on. <laughs> that sounded awesome. Choking. <laughs> you have to shake it. It's cranberry juice. That's shaking well. So. Shake oh, God, it. I'm sorry, guys. Why, why don't you pain. pour it without the lid on? Shake it. Hmm. Why do I need a lid? Why don't I? What? I'm not the one who fucked everything up. That was Seth. And I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) This episode rules. People are gonna think we have like a horribly abusive relationship. This is what. (laughs) This is is this vodka, guys? Skull. This is what happens when you drive no. to a con for four hours in the early morning. You get you, up at 3 a.m. Then you, you leave at 4 a.m. Yeah, then you meet Matt Mercer. Then you meet Joe Mangan, Man, Man, Mango, Man, Jelly? Man, Mango Jelly. Mango <laughs> Jelly. <laughs> Magic Mike guy. Yeah. Met that him. saves. And who was the dude from D&D Beyond? Uh, Todd Ken- Kenrick. Yeah, Todd yeah. Kenrick. He was walking by and Tomas goes, Todd! <laughs> like he knew him and the guy was like, you could tell he was like doing a ton of calculations. Like, who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> you know, like, camp! <laughs> <laughs> One thing I noticed at, at the con, and I said this at the time, Everyone seems way huger in person. Like when so you see tall. when you see him in video, you only see like shoulders and up or something. But then they're. Do you have legs? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! I thought you just always said that. Look at those gams! <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. So tell us how tall you think we are. Yeah. Let yeah, us know. we would love it. Do, do do any of us sound fatter than the others? Because <laughs> that'd be embarrassing. Don't answer that. Uh, if you don't know us, try and guess who the fattest one is. <laughs> also, the oldest. The tallest, the stupidest, and the smallest wiener, and the most likely to succeed, <laughs> and best hair, <laughs> and worst hair. Yeah, best dress. I think we all have worst good dress. Who has worst hair? I think I won both of those tonight. <laughs> best and worst dress, probably. You coordinated really well. Well, I'm definitely not the worst dressed. It's a a very bold statement, Elijah. Mm. That's a cute joke, Elijah. Did I sell it? Did they believe me? Everybody's like, well, he sounded so confident. I'm sure 10 years ago your clothes were cool. (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately, I've been wearing them straight for 10 years. (laughs) Without (laughs) cheating. Just holes everywhere. 
it's like you go outside and it's windy and all your clothes just disappear. <laughs> well, it looks like I'm staying in today. <laughs> I, I find imagine the pants. hood remains. <laughs> yeah. No pants, just the hood. But no, no, like actual like rest of the hoodie, just the hood <laughs> and the little strings. <laughs> so he cinches them. No, I'm cold. It's, it's cold out here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would be great if there were hoods that cinched themselves based on weather. <laughs> is, that, is that a joke? <laughs> That'd be horrible. You were, it, like, you were dying laughing at that. It would suck it on you. That just sounds like to. a good idea. I just use your hands <laughs> walking outside when it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> Strangled with their Who is cold? It's a malfunctioning one. Thanks, Under Armour. <laughs> do you remember when they put headphones into hoodies? Do they still do that? Oh, like the skateboarder hoodies? I don't know. They also had backpacks with headphone jacks on them and yeah. shit. Yeah. Pack. With a headphone jack. Backpack 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 with a headphone jack. You know, if we had had headphones right now, oh, it sounds that would baller. be amazing. It sounds baller. <laughs> if only we had a backpack with a headphone jack. We're backpack with a headphone, headphone jack. Backpack with a headphone jack. Backpack with a headphone jack. God damn it. All right, who's oh, yeah. next? <laughs> <laughs> who's next? With- <laughs> Shut up, Liza. <laughs> this has oh been the God. weirdest campfire I've ever been to. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Don't go to Nevada, kids. <laughs> One time, my marshmallow caught on fire and then exploded. <laughs> No, that there was, was a weird. sacrifice. <laughs> it was a marshmallow. That was unrelated to the marshmallow. <laughs> Separate. <laughs> Later on the evening. Ah, first the marshmallow, now this. <laughs> Man. <laughs> you hear about this on Monday. <laughs> back, back with the headphone jack. Back, back with the headphone jack. Back, back with the headphone jack. Backpacks with a 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 headph